Before we start this podcast, I want to let all my videographers out there know that we have officially launched our final Black Widow Cream Contest for 2019. We have partnered with Diesel, a global recognized lifestyle brand known for its denim clothing, as well as for Successful Living, an editorial platform behind the Diesel brand, creating imaginative storytelling. FSL and Diesel are on the hunt to find the illest video creators out there, which is why they came to Black Widow Cream, because we got thousands of them. You heard? So we are challenging you to create the illest 15 to 30 second lifestyle commercial utilizing a pair of denim jeans. The winner will be walking away with a $2,000 gift card to bnhphotovideo.com. If you are not familiar with BNH, check out their website. They have everything a creator could ever need from a new DSLR to lenses to a computer. You name it, they got it. Aside from the fire-ass prize, this is a great opportunity to flex your skills for a major brand. Show them what you can do with this contest and get creative. Understand that they are watching. You never know. They may reach out to you in the future to work with you based on what you submit in this contest. So go hard. The contest is officially started today and submissions are due by December 14th at midnight Pacific time. We have limited registration space available. So go to bwnc.com slash contest to secure your spot right now. We are so stoked to see what you guys create with this contest. Have fun. Um, all right, cool. Let's get to this episode. And we are back with another morning roast edition of the Black Window Cream Podcast, where every Wednesday morning we deep dive into creative topics with the goal of giving you a daily dose of motivation and inspiration. I'm your host, Ben Haggerty, aka Ben Real Verse World, and this is my co-host, David Malave. What up, Dave? How's it going? Today's topic is called It's Okay to Go Handheld. Yeah, here's the thing. Uh, like right now, 2019, going into 2020. Gimbals are super popular, and uh, I mean, I use one all the time. Um, everyone's using them every everywhere I go. But it is okay to take that motherfucker off a gimbal and shoot with your hands. <laughs> it is okay to do that. Um, there's a situation I saw. I'm going to get into it right after we start this thing. But if this is your first time tuning the podcast, you're probably wondering, what the fuck is black with no cream? Great question. Black Window Cream is the illest educational resource for content creators fueled by caffeine. Or at least I take my coffee Black Window Cream, but you can drink or not drink whatever caffeine you fuck with and still be a part of our community. We have thousands of members from all around the world working together by sharing content, asking for feedback, passing tips and tricks along to one another with the goal of pushing each other to become the best motherfucking content creators on earth. And you can join our private group if you want to by going to bwnc.com join. We would love to fucking have you. Please join. And without further ado, I bring to you this morning roast episode and the second most epic podcast intro ever created right motherfucking now. Welcome to the morning roast, the place where you will get the most info from a deep dive into the topics that really need life with your host, Ben and Dave, coming to you live today. Grab your cup of dough and take some fucking notes, you bitch. All right, yes, today we're talking about um, it's okay to go to handheld. I, I love this topic. We saw something happen at an event. It got me thinking about this topic. But before we get into it, I'm pumped again just to talk. The, the contest is going to be amazing. Uh, we've got a great response so far. If you haven't heard about it in detail, we talk about it in the um the Chip the Ripper interview at the beginning of that from Sunday's release. And uh, yeah, what would you do with 2K at B&H Photo? I would get a lens. Actually, yeah, I would get a lens. It depends. I'm, I'm kind of like in the camera situation. I don't know what I'm going to go with in the future, but I need. I really want like a prime 
Mm. Like a, a solid prime portrait lens, so that'd be sick. So yeah, I'm pissed. Yeah. I never have a like. I need a. I need like a solid like nifty fifty or thirty five or something on my Sony. Yeah, like a, a thirty five would be nice, but I, I would love like a fifty one point two mm-hmm. or something. That'd be sick. Yeah, so like two thousand towards that would be awesome. Two K towards that would be dope. Also, two K towards uh uh thing will be um what's it called twenty sixteen MacBook Pro. Yeah, those things look pretty. Shit, those things will haul. You know B- I'm going to get the upgrade at some point. B&H got those. Yeah, you're going to get it. But I, I kind of need one too because my computer's a little messed up, but it's also my fault. Or I could bring that. Or I could get like a couple of fucking uh, like 4K monitors. I really want to pimp out that desk. Uh, there's so much shit. We need so much shit in the office too. Damn it. Um, but anyway, it's not going to us. It's going to y'all. So yeah. <laughs> whoever wins the competition is going to get a $2,000 gift card to fucking B&H. That's going to be sick. Shout out to um, For Successful Living Diesel for hooking up this contest. Uh, make sure you check out the website to check it out. All right. So today let's get into this shit. Um, so basically the situation that I'm, I was referring to, I was at this event and that, it, I now realize how often I see this happening almost at everywhere I go where cameras should or would be. Um, concerts, uh mixers whatever the fuck and but we were at this one thing and i saw this uh camera crew together and they were shooting and there was um one camera that was like locked off on a tripod and it was filming like a public speaker and then the other camera was like the floaty camera that's getting alternative angles um on a ronin and so i'm in the back watching this dave was with me we're in the back watching this thing happen and, and i noticed that the 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 one camera was filming the entire time the second camera there was a lot of downtime um, cause they, the dude would move around, get his Ronin shots. First off, it looked like he was new to the Ronin. So like the, the shots didn't look like they were great shots anyway. And they're just like pushing around like that, the, you know, in the edit, you could cut to those moments if needed. Um, but then there'd be times where like the Ronin stopped working for this dude. And I'm just like watching all this shit happen and it never kind of happened, but the dude just kept trying to fix the Ronin. And, and instead of getting content during the moment where it was critical to be filming, they, he was spending most of his time working with the gimbal trying to make it work and I know in some cases uh, you know technology doesn't fucking work sometimes and yeah, the, Ronin, the Ronin can get the Ronin S especially can get kind of glitchy sometimes I feel like yeah just gear in general can get glitchy you should, we just had a live stream where we couldn't figure out how to fucking get yeah, it it just facts. happened to be a USB port uh, <laughs> but like what I was getting at is that the dude just never took the camera off and went handheld just to get the shot there's been so many times where I'm like oh this is my idea it's gonna go down I'm gonna shoot this like this uh, what's a great example EA um, when I was shooting the sim shit for him like a month ago or whatever that was I was like I had an idea where I hooked up my Ronin to a tripod and I had this cool idea where I'd have the camera like on a, on a, um, uh, the automated like, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tilt or panning thing. So I like created a pan sequence that it would re- be able to repeat. If I started and stopped, it could do the exact same pan. Um, and I wanted to just to have the camera pan in and then see whatever I wanted to film and then pan out. And, uh, I had practice at my house. I did a test because the idea is that I would do one with the person in it, uh, Kiernan Shipka. I was going to have her like walk in, do a little move with her wand, and then um, and then the camera would continue to pan out and she would disappear, right, with magic and VFX. And so as long as I filmed one take of it panning without her there and then one with her there, I could use it, mask her out with the plate, and, and it would work for VFX. Cool, whatever. Practice it, had it dialed in. Um, we're shooting. We only have a few minutes left with her. We go and set it up and the app literally like won't function. Like I cannot get this thing to do what I had gotten it to do at my office. And I kept trying, I kept trying, I kept trying and I'm running out of time to the point where I'm like, all right, fuck it. 
ditched the Ronin, put the camera on a tripod and was able to do, to do one that was a little less dynamic, still very effective. It was like a good fallback plan, but not the thing I had in, I had set out to do. Um, and what I noticed at this event was that the dude was like, it was all or nothing. Like it was like, I got to get this thing to work. Um, and he worked on it for a majority of the thing and didn't get to capture very much content. And for a client, if they're paying you to come capture anything and you just like don't get it because of xyz like your excuse like well the gimbal wasn't working like so can the camera record yeah what the we used to not have gimbals Hmm. you know what i mean like before it was over your shoulder and shit like or on a tripod because they were so fucking big like just shoot it so and that made me think of like how many times do you see people running around with gimbals shooting shit and it and it, it's easier. I think everyone assumes that that makes your qu- content look better. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times it just fucking stales out your content because all it is is just on a Ronin. You know what I mean? Like on a whatever the fuck gimbal you use. And it's okay to go, go handheld. Like it's okay that I had to ditch that idea with the Ronin for the Sims thing and do it on a tripod where the camera wasn't moving. Was it as cool? No. Like did I have a point that I wanted to use it for? Yes. But at the end of the day, I needed the shot. I needed something. Um, and I wasn't about to just be like, Oh, sorry, the thing fucked up. So I can't do the idea anymore. Now nah, there's another way to do it. I'll figure out how to do it. So in this case, if you're shooting, you have one angle and, and you're supposed to be the second angle and you're not getting any shots because the thing ditch that motherfucker and shoot that shit handheld. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to be moving, just stay still, whatever, just have something to work with and fix it in between the breaks or whatever it may be. Yeah. That's what I noticed. I don't, I'm not talking shit on that one specific person because that's just an, a recent instance. I just I just notice a lot of places I go, I see people always, it's like a crutch. Like they have to be holding a gimbal yeah, big when they walk around. They're always like, like if you're, especially in like the rap shit, everybody's videographer is just walking around with gimbals. But I, I do it. It's like I follow B&J with it. I've had a gimbal. I had, a, I had the Movi or the Ronin S or Ronin M with with q you know what i mean i i use them but there's like reasons for using them right like i know that i'm specifically moving from a to b and i want it to be cinematic you know what i mean like i want that shot um but if i'm going to be like running in the pit maybe i need to go handheld maybe that makes more sense for me i don't know you were there yeah am no, i, I, this I think, or am i being too aggressive no you're not no you're, it's perfect i think the, the point i want to touch on is what you just left off on which is like i think um yeah everyone's using gimbals everyone wants these like smooth shots because and i do think people think maybe that it just automatically makes your content better but i think you know if everything you shoot in your videos on a ronin it's it it really takes the life out of it i feel like especially if it's not used correctly and you just have like a very robotic like you know what i mean like it's way you're 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 filming like some people talking and it's just on a ronin and you're kind of just like following them Mm -hmm. like it's a it it takes the emotion out of it because it's very like robotic versus like um you have to know when a Ronin is necessary and when handheld can like make the shots better. Right. You know, I think, um, a lot of things should be filmed handheld and there's like Ronin isn't necessary for like everything. Right. And, it, and if being able to like, know like, okay, I'm going to use the Ronin for this and I'm going to take it off and then the, I'm going to shoot all this handheld and having the same way you would think like, Oh, I'm going to shoot this in 60. I'm going to shoot this in 120. I'm going to shoot, let me take it out of 60 cause it's going to be over cranked. And this part I know is going to be in 24 so I can get like a cleaner look. Right. You know, um, I, th- I definitely think everyone like if you watch any like especially like EDM or any like rap or any people that are shooting it's all Ronin and like even if it's not a shot that should not be Ronin like if you want emotion from the shot 
like let's say it's a rap show and the show's crazy and the rapper's going hard in the crowd like a handheld motion will give you a really awesome effect versus like trying to bob the gimbal up and down and all you have is this well imagine like saving private ryan when they storm storm that fucking beach and it's like this insane you feel like you were there the camera feels like it's very much the reality of what it was like to be fucking under getting shot at if you haven't seen the movie go watch it's a classic but you're storming and imagine if it was all like cinematic you know what I mean? It wouldn't make sense. I wouldn't feel how fucking terrified each soldier was or what it was like to have a bomb going off right next to you or bullets flying around you or your friend gets shot in the head. Um, it, you just can't, you can't portray that energy with um, using a gimbal or using a, a steady cam at the time. So that tr- the choice to go handheld helped tell the story better, right? Um, if we lean on, you know, like you said, if you're at a concert or something, you're sitting there and like, you're trying to show the energy of it. Some, some shots are dope and you can show energy in slow motion, but it's like, like a great example is like when I'm trying to remember where I was, but there was like a guy, someone that was shooting content and they were getting all their shots. Right. And And everything was handheld. And then strategically, because they didn't have a gimbal, all they had was the little, uh, what's the Ronin? What's that tiny little DJI camera? The Osmo? Oh, no, no, the little oh, the pocket, dude? the pocket, the DJI pocket. It's like the tiny, tiny version of uh, like a gimbal with a built in camera. It's basically like what like a Mavic has on it. A Mavic Air would have on the t- tip of the thing. So this dude would go and grab establishing shots of the space. Oh, it was for his vlog. It was a vlogger. So you go around, he's filming all this stuff handheld of himself. And then to get like the cinematic establishing shots, every a stat new place that they would go, he would just get like these cool little pans with his little camera. Quality might not be in- incredible. Um, but he wasn't using that for everything. He just used that for a strategic moment to like establish locations, establish uh, like a cool, I think this was when we were in Miami, establish a cool car, whatever it was. Um, he'd use that specifically as a tool for that versus just using it to shoot everything. That's like shooting like a 360 camera, just shooting all the time. And the only frame you use is just like, like basically it's 169. So it's like, why did you even use the, what was that tool's purpose? You know what I mean? But if the purpose was, well, wild shit's always happening around me, so I need to shoot 360 just in case. Yeah. There you go. That's a tool. But if you're just shooting vlogs and you're just talking to the camera and the rest of the world in your 360 space is a fucking wall, then did you need that camera? But if that's your only camera you have, cool, that's your tool. But if you have several other cameras, why'd you use that? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, what is the reason for using whatever tool it is to tell your story? You know what I mean? And I just, I don't know. I just, I do this so when i see people in the field going straight to that as a crutch i already know what the situation is going to be with the way the footage is going to turn out i already know what that edit could possibly turn out to be because i'm watching the way it's being done i'm like oh man it could have been way cooler if you if you go back that's the worst part is having to switch them out i don't like having to fucking take the shit off the run and rebalancing it and go grab another shot and do whatever um in our patreon live stream we were just talking about i showed the the chris brown video i did um for his Halloween thing. And I had a Ronin M at the time when I shot that shit. So there's no stand. I had to walk in with him to the stage. I had minimal time. I knew his performance was like three songs. So I had like eight minutes of him on stage. Um, but it was important to me to get a nice, uh, steady cam looking type shot of him walking to the stage. Cause I wanted to use that in my edit. And then as I got there, I literally had to take that. I think I told you that I had to take the thing off 
and go handheld to be able to get all the rest of my performance shots because it just wasn't going to look good. I was flying like a really wide lens on the Ronin because I didn't have autofocus. There was no way to pull focus. So I had to shoot a really, really wide shot. So I got all those shots and then I had to take that shit off and switch lenses, put the other lens in my hoodie and then tuck the Ronin under the stage and just hope no one stole that shit because I had no one assisting me or anything. And I had to ditch it so I could go handheld so I could tell the story of the energy that was happening. I couldn't just shoot the rest of it. And if I would have stuck with the Ronin, it would have all been wide. It would have been boring and you'd have no energy. Instead, I went handheld. I was able to get shots of close-ups of shoes, shots of the dancer, shots of people's reactions, Chris dancing, you know, shoot it slow motion, shoot it in 24. And I was able to do all that in eight minutes. And that helped me effectively tell that story. But if I would have stayed in just Ronin shots because it looks, you know, sometimes we like don't we like to look like our setups are bigger than they are. You yeah. know what I mean? You feel like you go to set and you just have like, a, I have an A7S II and it's like, man, that camera is old. Yeah, it's old, but it's my. I use this tool to its full potential. Like yeah. I shoot the biggest client jobs with this camera, and I can shoot like my fucking this podcast with this shit. Right? You know what I mean? Like this, just because it's old doesn't mean anything. Just because it doesn't have a cage on it doesn't mean it's not working. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, facts. Or that you you paid too much money for this camera crew because it's just a camera and a lens does not matter. As long as the tool is being used the right way, you can accomplish so much with that shit. You know. I'm spiel. I'm just talking a ton on this. No, nah, this was your topic, so I don't want to. Let I you have go. a fuck ton of um, espresso before. I think, I, but I do think we we laugh out of it because whenever we go on tour, we go to shows or we or where you see like other people's artists, like artists meaning like their content creators. Yeah, and you know you, you, it's the same, always the same because they they pull up and it's like the one hand gimbal person, or like they're just holding it with one hand and like filming on their iPhone for Snapchat with the <laughs> other hand. You know what I mean? And then so, you know, like all the, all the footage they're filming is just so jerky. Cause it's like, right. You're not, there's no nuance to the, f- no. like it's, it takes a lot of effort. It takes effort to make, to get, to get nuanced, smooth footage from a gimbal. Just, just I think a lot of people think it just happens and it, it doesn't No, just because you have the gimbal. Right. So like, but handheld, you can control like, the way that the, the the way that the emotion you're putting into the camera, whether right. you're holding it still, right. or, you, or you're being really slow with it, or you just or or if you want to shake it, if you want to get bounce to it, like yeah. what it you have a direct control over the camera versus like everything on the Ronin is just like you can film everything. You, you, you love Ronin, you love gimbal. You're like a gimb- I'm, I'm yeah. pro. I'm pro. ever yeah. since the first one, ever since a movie came out out the gate and Vincent, uh, Lef- what's his name? Vincent, Lef- uh, oh my God, what's the dude's name? Vincent LaFleur. I'm going to, I'm botching his name right now. You know me. Um, a, a director that was able to get one early on and did the video where the roller skates and they show how, uh, what a gimbal does on roller skates. And you were like, <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? I'm pro gimbal, bro. Right. I'm fucking all about it. Do, does it need to always be used? Like if we didn't, if you weren't my second shooter on B&J's tour, would I have only shot on the gimbal most of the time? Because I went handheld sometimes, but a lot of the shots were meant, my job was get cinematic, slow motion shots that I could use while Dave was covering handheld versions of that. You know what I mean? So if I didn't have Dave, then I would have been focused more so on splitting up this yeah, show you'd have to, split to up get everything. both. Yeah. Because that's what I fucking, when I did Schoolboy Q's tour, it was just me. So was I shooting on the Ronin the whole time? No, I was shooting on the Ronin. I was shooting on a GoPro. I'd strap that bitch to my head. I'd go out in the crowd. I'd get in the crowd with my DSLR and try to get shots from their point of view. Potentially could fuck up my shit. 
I would get in there with the Ronin if I could and try to show that and do a different version of it or, or whatever. But like I constantly was switching it up because it's important to have all those different elements and looks to build your story. Right. But I don't know. I just wanted to put that out there because it, I think people look at it like, uh, I hate that feeling. I hate, I, I remember who told me this shit. Um, I feel like it was one of my friends. I don't remember who it was, but um, they were like, they they wanted to show up to set with more gear so it looked better that they were like more established because of that. And yeah, I, I mean, I, I hate that precedent of that people look at you like, um, like you need, like you're, uh, I mean, that's, 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 the, that's the stigma of it, bro. It's it like, is. even on sets, like, are we shooting with reds? Like it, it, even like the low budget artists, like they feel like they got something going on. If like the director is shooting with the red, even though reds now, like you can get on share grid and just like pull up right. and have Canon lenses on it yeah. from your 5d right. or whatever, you yeah. know, but I gotta have actually the, like a, a, the shittiest lens on there. And just because it's a red body, everyone's yeah. just like, you do hear that's funny that you hear rappers are always like yeah look we even got the fucking red, red thing yeah, yeah man we got the red thing it's like you guys don't know the difference like right you don't who gives a fuck like it doesn't there's it's a for it's a for a purpose that shit's for a purpose you know what i mean like when do you use the red what is it for when do i use a canon 5d ver- or a canon t2i compared to a red like what's it for like i always talk laugh about how i always wanted to get sony's the a7s2 when it first came out i wanted it on mary j's doc but they didn't have the budget for it. So they let me shoot the whole thing with my 5D Mark III as the second camera. So I'm second unit shooting on a 5D Mark III where my DP was shooting with a red, but I was much an advocate for shooting docs without a red because the it took so long to, you know, reds just, when you're using red, it just, sometimes it just takes, it's a setup camera. Like it's four setups. Right. So it's, it's got, it has to be handled correctly. There's gotta be, there's assisting people assisting you to keep it, it on a dolly. Like the, the way that it has to be platformed. It's heavy as shit. It, it's like, you have to switch out cars, fans go off. Like, so in a dock setting, like with Mary, we'd be in an intimate ass setting and all of a sudden the fan kicks. Out. I was like, Wah! and I'm just like looking at it, like, yo, that is the most t- it taking her out of the element ever. Like that shit is so annoying. So, but there's nothing we can do because it, it does look amazing. It looked amazing. Of course, in there. and you brought you bring you bring DPs into the dock to, to be able to, to make to it shoot look that amazing. Stuff, yeah. But when I'm fi- I'm saying there's the A7S at the time. This is just that specific camera. Or there's several other cameras that would work in this environment. But it's a great dock camera because it can run quietly. It's small. We can shoot long, long, long takes without ever getting like super exhausted. As if if you're shooting with a red long, long takes, you're fucking burnt out. Like it can burn you yeah. out, um, which calls for you having a fucking easy, the, rig easy rig and all this shit. And then easy rigs are in the way and you're trying to, you're in an intimate studio looking like a fucking robot and <laughs> you're hating shit when you're turning. It's just right. a lot. Um, I even remember one time when we were in there and I love Alex. I can't wait to get him on this podcast. And it has nothing to do with him. It's just the fact that I was fighting for smaller cameras in the studio setting. We kept bringing reds in and there was one time too. And, and the fucking easy rig snapped and that shit out of nowhere goes, and everyone's like, what the fuck was that? And they're all looking at Alex and he ca- caught his red. Like he might, he might've just been balancing and all of a sudden he caught the red. He's like, whoops. And he just like hauled out of the room and that just throws off the, the environment. Your yeah. goal, you know, that's not his fault. It's just the gear fucked up, but it's like, because he had to have such a big camera, it brings that element. And I, I just think that there's gotta be, there's times and places for everything. And, uh, and sometimes people want to show off the, the military more than we use it just to flex. Right. And so they're like, well, we got to show off all the ba- all our big babies and the toys that we have and all this shit. And it's just not necessary all the time. It's like, I love this post I read. 
uh, Scott Cunningham, he's a DP. He, he's basically like, he DPs all of Dave Myers' videos. And he yeah, had a post after, he had his uh, post after the Sycamore video came out. Uh-huh. And because his post for it was like, a few images from my sicko mode video with Travis Scott and Drake bringing to life the intense imagination of Days Myers is an insane challenge of pleasure, blah, blah, blah. We filmed on pretty much every tool we could get our hands on, including Reta Helium's Alexa Mini, Panasonic Vericam, my Sony A7S, and a Canon 5D. We shot underwater from a drone from a process trailer out on the outside of a van and with lots and lots of easy rigs. I don't think Houston's seen a production like this one. So it's like that video, million dollar budget, and they're throwing in A7Ss and they're throwing in Canon 5Ds because some of the shots they had. You remember was it he that him he told you that yeah, like he told me how that they shot that it. that like hyperlapse portion they had to like basically back up into a river mm-hmm. and he stood in the yeah. middle of a, a swamp to get those shots with his DSLR. Right. Like <laughs> it's crazy. But everyone's like, yeah, man. It's just people just feel like they're obligated to. I, I understand it. Like I feel like sometimes when I show up to a set, if I bring just a A7S and a 2470, and it's not wrapped around in a, a fucking nice tilted cage and has the fucking handle and brings out uh, monitors and all this shit, but I know how to use that motherfucker, so I don't need that shit. You know what I mean? I don't need all of that necessarily for this. Is it nice to have? Yeah, sometimes. But if I need to use that body on a on the Ronin real quick and switch, it's a more pain in the ass to have it on the cage or to take the cage off to switch out certain parts, whatever the case is, I know what works for me. So I hate the stigma of having to show up and feel like you need those things. Right. Um, and, and if you feel like, oh God, this sucks because my, my stabilizer or my, my um, steady cam isn't balanced and shit, but the, the thing's happening right now, ditch that shit, get the shot. I promise you having the footage is better than not having the footage or taking the photo is better than not taking the photo, whatever the, the roadblock is jump over that motherfucker right now and just go back to the basics. That's so key. Even when we talked about it, like when you came and you had just been using the one DX and it was no, you were all autofocus because that motherfucker is so dope. And if you're new, it's actually, it's actually not that dope, but yeah. well, yeah, we learned that, but yeah. I mean that camera's it's built, it's sold to be the illest camera. Right. Um, I haven't used it enough. I don't know. I mean, it's a, it's, you, a, it's yeah, but it's a different conversation. There's a whole nother conversation. I don't know if the one DX Mark II is fire or not, but it is, it is fire. I'm saying like, a7s autofocus all day just right the autofocus is great yeah. i don't i just i've never used the 1dx so i don't i can't really say that right. but you were i remember you were trying to do a follow on a long lens and you're using the autofocus and and it blew my mind because i'm like well what the fuck but it's because i started without that shit and you got started with it being like already dope mm-hmm. like autofocus is already really dope when you got into it i'm like mm-hmm. it, it's ruining our shots by you trying to use this feature you have to learn how to you know what i mean and that it's like seeing those things and seeing people try to fly drones, but they're only using the automations inside of it. It's like everyone's getting so comfortable with these. Like, it's probably the same as us using Google Maps and not ever looking where we're going. And yeah, I mean, like I, mean, I would you, die you, if Google Maps went away tomorrow. It, you know what I mean? You can't. I mean, it's it's important and it's hard because it's like, you know, telling a kid like, well, back when I did, we didn't have phones. Right. But you don't learn, and it's true. But also, like the kids grew up with phones, so they're on TikTok. You know what I mean? Like that's just their life. So it's right. like. Autofocus is great now, but it is. We have done morning roast about this before. The importance of like getting to the basics because, like, uh, you know, the things can become a crutch. Right. Um, no, they're one hundred percent are. That's but like, I think, uh, you know, uh, for example, going just closing back with the the example we open with. I think one of the toughest things is like, you know, for example, we just showed on the live stream for Patreon. You showed your Chris Brown um, edit, and you know, and the going into it that you wanted to get Ronin hero shots of all the of all the establishing moments of the party and that made the edit that was the, that was the dopest part right so like imagine if the, you pulled up in the Ronin M started fucking up 
that would be obviously in that like going to that kid's point is like or whoever was at the event it's like he maybe maybe he had like a plan of i'm gonna get to these shots and he's like you're like glued to that idea right, right. so then when it, it it fails on you you're like fuck that was my whole plan my whole right. plan was to get these hero shots and now what i'm gonna do but it's like you like wait when you waste all the time there's always moments passing and mm-hmm. as the moments keep passing you're just losing 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 and it's like because there, there are ways like yeah it's ronin shot would have looked way doper here if you could have got the run the hero shot of the dude staring at you and you like wrapped around him but mm. you know what i mean can you find a way to make it just so like you can the edit can come out different if it's all handheld yeah. can you find a way to make it look because the, the viewer doesn't know that you could have done that right that's that that's what's funny is like you they don't know what your limitations are and so you know there's ways to make things still look a beautiful and cinematic without a ronin because the ronins didn't exist before you know what i mean steady cams didn't exist before so people have found ways to make shit look beautiful and you can do that shit. It's just about using your mind and putting yourself to the test of like, all right, this doesn't work. What is my plan B? What is my plan B? What can I do? In my case, if the running broke, what would I do to make this shit look good? If my if my job is set here to get slow-mo versions of this event I'm shooting, how can I make it look cool? Do I just point the camera and shoot? Or like the technique I built where I rock my body, my entire body to try to make the camera have a little tilt, push, pull, whatever you want to call. I'll do that shit in replace of not having a Ronin. So sometimes I'm like, man, it would be dope to have the Ronin here, but I'll probably get better, more shots handheld than I would with the Ronin. So I'll ditch the Ronin and in place, I'll try to just fall into the image. I'll fall into the person I'm filming or I'll push in towards a door handle or a fucking car wheel or whatever it is to get that little quick moment in 60 frames, 120 frames and I can use that as my establishing moment or whatever. Um, my eyes tweaking out on me. But I think people kind of get what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I think people are trying to get It's been a long day. Um, cool. Yeah, all right, cool. So let's get, I, I want to make sure we get into um, the other stuff. But as you guys know, we have uh, we end our morning roast with the question of the day from our Patreon community. Shout out to everyone in the Patreon gang. gang. Um, if you want the chance to have your question answered on the podcast, you can sign up now at jointhehomies.com and ask your question in our private Discord channel. Um, today's question of the day is this. It says, um, fellas, check this out. I got offered to work for a company that is heavily influenced by political campaigns. The bag is heavy and the workload would be that of a creative director, but here the dile- here's the dilemma. Because of the world we live in, working for this individual could potentially leave a sour taste for my current and future clients. So the question would be, at what point do you take the opportunity in the moment, meaning it could hurt a current or future potential for work? Um, I think this is, uh, definitely sucks, right? Like the worst part is like getting a bag or knowing you could get a bag, but you're doing it for something like that would like is is a not desirable for you b isn't like uh what you're about or c like i don't know if there's anything else more than that goes against your morals goes against your morals right so you're not about it uh me moving to la my mom specifically told me that if i got into the porn industry and started shooting porn she would like not fuck with me no more So if I came out here and someone was like, we're going to pay you a million dollars a year and I'd, I'd have to decide, do I go for the bag and lose my family relationship or do I say no and keep my mom in my life? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so I had to make a choice. I, that never, that wasn't a proposition. I wish I, people so, were offering me. That's a funny ass uh, example. Right. But yeah. like that, that really was it. Like, uh, or, you know, if it was like, yo, do you want to shoot content for Donald Trump? It's like, in one instance, it's cool to say I shot for the president of the United States. In the, in the backside of my mind, it's it's Donald Trump and I don't really fuck with that guy. So 
I'm not getting political, but in this sense, like, would I take the job? Probably not. You know what I mean? Like, I'd probably rather take the L, even if I wasn't getting stuff. You go back even farther. Schoolboy Q. Do you want to go on tour with him? We talk about this in the guide all the time. Um, but it's not for much money. In that case, it's like, oh, I have a really cool opportunity, but the bag's not really there. So it's like the reverse of what he's dealing with. The bag's there, but it's an opportunity that he doesn't really seem is like worth it to him. But I had to make a choice. Like, is it worth it to take less money to work for someone that I could potentially catapult me? And in that case, it was worth it. So I took it. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Everything kind of comes down to per situation. Yeah, um, I feel like it's, it's all about your integrity, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, no money, like, money is cool or whatever, but like, if it's going to make you feel dirty about it or if it's going to make you go against what you believe in right. and you're not going to be proud of it, then, then what's it worth it anyways? You know what I mean? Like, right. all you have is your, like, is your belief. So if you have this weird feeling about it, then I, I think, you, I mean, I'm not gonna say, I think you should do anything. Just you, you probably, you probably, that probably should guide you more than anything. You yeah, know what absolutely. I mean? But also, you know, you never know who somebody's situation is and some people just need to get theirs. And yeah. if that's the only way, then they, they want to get it. So then next time they don't have to take it, then whatever. But right. we're, we're talking about it like it's some like sly, like backdoor shit. It could just be, just a, a difference of opinion or a difference of belief. Yeah, but if it's like the KKK and they want you to work for them, you're definitely right. not that's, about it. That's how we're talking. That that's how we're talking about it. But it's not probably not like no, that. You I know, know I, mean? I know. But I think yeah, it's like. But if it's like a Republican or a Democrat, if that's what this if, is actually, if about. this person that believes the opposite of what you believe and you do not stand for him, but he's that person's offering you a, a ton of money to right. like to make content that's going to promote his beliefs that's against yours, then that makes no sense. No, it doesn't really you know make sense. I mean? Is is it is it? Do you need the back? I mean, maybe do. You, do you direct uh, content for porn companies under an alias? Maybe. That'd be <laughs> kind of low-key dope. <laughs> Can I wear a bag to work? <laughs> I've been in, I've done jobs though. Like honestly, I've done jobs where I, it wasn't like cool to me. Like the content I was making was definitely not tight. Yeah. Do you need to post that shit? No. Do right. you need to talk about it and promote it and put it in your reel? No. Like sometimes you do shit, get a bag, get in, get out, do the work. It is what it is. But if it really comes down to you feeling odd inside because you don't agree with it or you feel uncomfortable and this is what i was going to actually bring up was morgan cooper we're going to have him on the podcast soon directed a fucking brilliant short film called you shoot videos and it's about a kid who has to shoot like local rap videos to try to build up um his income so he could start doing bigger and better projects but he wants to be a music video director director and and he's trying to do it and at the end of the video he has to work with this artist he's trying to get out of the rap game he doesn't want to keep shooting rap videos he just doesn't want to but this rapper hits don't him want up. to want to tell people what happens all right well i'm gonna um spoiler alert no spoiler alert. if you I, haven't seen it then if you haven't seen out. it i'm just telling you that telling you, he's telling you the story of the movie yeah Okay, how else do I do it? Spo- this is a spoiler, point. spoiler alert. If you haven't seen it, just, just get out now. Yeah, just you, get out now and come back after you watch this. Yeah. It's 25 minutes. It's fucking amazing. Uh, you can find it on Vimeo. You shoot videos. But basically what happens is he gets this client. It's a rapper, and it's like his last, like, the rapper offers him, like, a certain amount of money that he's that's more than he's ever made. And mm-hmm. he basically is like, fuck, I got to do it to get that money. So he goes and works for this artist. And then the artist wants to bring a gun out on set. Um, and it's a real gun, but he's like, yeah, it's not loaded. Like what do you, and, but he, he's very like scared of the gun. Cause he's like, dude, I don't sh-. like, this is making me uncomfortable. Cause the gun's getting pointed right at the lens and he's the one shooting. Um, and the long story short, he gets shot. Like the gun goes off and it was actually loaded. And even though the guy didn't think it was, and that was a real story. What's crazy is like he he got pressured into it and did it because of the money, even though he felt uncomfortable about it. And I feel like that happens to a lot of people. Like, I don't want to have to go shoot this dumbass person's video or whatever it is, but 
I do need the money or I do need this. But if you're in a position where you can kind of take the L on certain things and you feel like it's going to, or if you have to go broke for a couple more months longer because you chose not to go do it, like, fuck it, do it. You know what I mean? Like go with your gut on that shit and, and don't put yourself in an uncomfortable situation that you really feel like, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying don't do some shit that's going to be tough. Like go do tough shit, put yourself, make yourself uncomfortable with work. But like, if it's actually like something, like if you feel nervous about having guns or drugs, or if they have a shit ton of meth and that's all in the video and you're, and you shoot for vice and you're like, I don't know, this could go on my record. <laughs> is it worth it for the day rate? Probably not. Right. Unless vice is like, yo, if we go down for filming all this meth, we got you <laughs> and you get a bonus. Dog, your examples are off the wall right now, bro crazy <laughs> <laughs> no yeah i think i think i just want to yeah, touch on that though like if you um not everything you you work on has to be like you don't have to post on your instagram and be Fuck. like i shot this i shot this uh this jail uh, recoup video or whatever you know what i mean like, yeah, like right. but but you know you can be making solid income from other things that you're not promoting as long as mm-hmm. you know they you're not doing evil shit I want to give a big shout out to everyone who leaves reviews on our podcast on iTunes. Um, every review helps us reach out to new creators and we uh, every week like to highlight our best reviews that we find on the on the iTunes review page. Um, so we'll be sending you guys some stickers that are, you know, rare. We don't even have them on our merch store. So if you want a chance to win some free BWNC stickers, drop us a review today. Hop on iTunes right motherfucking now and do that shit. Uh, but today's review goes to Samantha Jar. Um, Samantha, feel free to DM us so we can send you some stickers. But uh, she says, huge tool for creators. A fellow creator introduced me to this podcast a few months ago, and I haven't looked back since. This podcast is an essential tool for creators from the interviews to the tips to the tricks from Ben and Dave. This podcast has immensely helped me in my creative journey and really sparked, helped uh, my my inspiration and drive. Can't recommend this podcast enough. Thank you so much for that review. We appreciate that shit. Honestly, People will find these things and it'll give them a reason to listen to the podcast. So we appreciate you guys doing that. Um, that's it for this episode. Thank you for tuning into the morning roast. Uh, make sure to check out our episode with King Chip that we dropped this last weekend. It's great. And then also check out this interview that we're dropping with that one blonde kid. Is that right? Is that what's coming out or is this wrong? Sorry, I'm, no. re- I'm making sure I'm reading off our thing, but I think I this think, is two weeks think- from now. King Bl- Chip has just dropped and that one blonde kid was a week before this. Oh yeah, you're right. Damn. And I don't think we have recorded an interview that's coming Mm -hmm. out after this. Cool. Whatever we're dropping this weekend, make sure to check that shit out because it's about to be fire too. (laughs) Uh, All right. We appreciate you guys uh, tuning in. New episodes every single Wednesday and Sunday. We'll see you next week, you bitch.